0: Today we are starting a new series that I'm simply calling Roots, because what I thought would be fun to do is to go back and listen to some of our initial episodes. When I started the podcast, it was a lot different than it is today. And at that time, it wasn't even called the Hearing Jesus podcast. It was called She Hears, which was modeled after my book. It was a weekly show instead of a daily show. I had different equipment. I've gotten much better at talking to people and talking to you. I have learned a lot of things in the almost 500 episodes and 4 million downloads that we've had. But I think there is some value in going back and just revisiting some of those early conversations. You'll see that there's a lot of ums and likes Some I tried to edit out, some of them I left in there because I think it's also really important for us to see that we all grow over time. We gain confidence, we gain skill, we gain ability, we grow spiritually, and that's true for me too. So while I'm taking a little bit of a break and I am re-airing some of these older episodes, I pray that they are a blessing to you. We will pick up soon with all new episodes. We're going to be doing some spiritual growth content. But in the meantime, I hope you enjoy this series, Roots. I thought what we would do is we would start off by just doing some introductory things to help you kind of get to know me and help you to understand why you should be listening even to this podcast. I was going to start with like the traditional who, what, when, where, why. But I think I'm going to start with the why, because I think for me personally, I have a hard time getting on board with anything, and I feel like I'm wasting my time if I don't understand why I'm doing it. So my name is Rachel, and I am a missionary, a pastor, an author, a mom, a friend, a mentor, a life coach, all over the things. And I did not intend to start a podcast. I am kind of like in that Uber stage of parenting where I just drive my kids around all the time and You know, there's lots of things going on. And what started to happen is the Holy Spirit started just kind of nudge me in the area of podcasting. And, you know, if I was going to be fancy, I would say it was an echo, but it was kind of more like a nag. I just have that kind of relationship with God to the point where, you know, I can be that rebellious teen sometimes. And so what started happening is God would start just kind of prompting me to start a podcast. And of course, I thought I needed to have all the things lined up and all the knowledge and all the resources and all the research done. And what started happening is, is I was researching about podcasts, but I wasn't actually doing a podcast. And so today what I decided was to just be obedient. And what that probably means is this is going to be raw and vulnerable and it's definitely not scripted. But I guess that's pretty transparent because that's how I live my life, raw and unscripted. Maybe that's what I should call the podcast, raw and unscripted. However, what you see is what you get. And so the version of me on the podcast is the same version of me you would get if we were out to coffee or I was teaching from a platform or we were doing one-on-one coaching. And so it's a pretty clear tell of my personality and how I want to run this podcast. There's not a lot of spaces to... Ask raw and vulnerable questions and get real answers, at least in my life there's not. And especially now, post-pandemic world where there really isn't a lot of in-person Bible studies or you know girls night out and those kinds of things, I have really found myself craving connection and I kind of want to just be that space for you. And so this podcast is going to go through a lot of things that I'm dealing with on my own or things that God is showing me. But I also want it to be a space for you. If you have questions about faith, if you have questions about how to integrate your faith into some hard situations, I want to be here for you. I am not afraid of messy. In fact, that's kind of like my MO. My, I mean, not that my house is messy, but like messy people, messy situations. I just have a heart for that. And so you don't need to shy away from that. And I think over time, you'll get to know that about me. I have a messy past that God has just kind of cleaned up. And it's only because of him that I'm really still alive. And so just uh, a little bit about me. The reason why we're doing this, this podcast is called She Hears. And if you were listening to this pre-June 29th, 2021, then I have a book coming out in a couple months for the, the same reason. It's the same title. It's called She Hears. And it's awesome. And you should plan on buying it. If you're listening to this after June 29th, then you should go check it out anywhere books are sold. But really, I see that because, you know, I'm proud and I should be proud because I put a lot of work into it. But it's really a resource for women. It's a Bible study that looks at the book of John and six women in the life of Jesus and how he responds to them, how he encourages them, empowers them, equips them. And I feel like that's such an important message in this post Me Too era of where we're at just as a culture, not even just in the church, but as a culture. And so I had been experiencing In the body of Christ, not just like my local church, but like in the body of Christ, I had been experiencing this just, I will say echo now, this echo across the country of women who had a seat at the table because God had put them there, but felt very insecure about the seat at the table. And not because of they were doubting their calling or anything like that, but because of the men that were in the room. You know, there is a conservative opinion that women should not be in leadership, and I disagree with that opinion, and we can get into those reasons why, mostly because I've seen and I've been around women that very clearly had a calling and anointing on their life, and I've seen what God has done with my own life. Thousands of people across the globe have come to faith in Christ because I answered the call to full-time ministry, and I refuse to believe that just because a man says I shouldn't be sitting in this chair that God agrees with him. And so that sentiment was argued. Even in positions where women were like children's pastors or women's pastors, those kinds of things, they still were feeling some insecurity. And so I started just researching that on my own. And I had a moment where I was in worship. This was all my heart. This was kind of the posture where my heart was at, just like not understanding this this dualism that was happening even in my own life. Like I knew I was called. I knew that God the fruit was there. God was doing some amazing things, but yet there were still some voices, male voices that were just like trying to discredit ministry or discourage or, you know, whether that's coming from insecurity or their own conservative theological beliefs, regardless, it was still happening. And so I took it to the Lord. As I was in worship, God very clearly spoke to my heart and he said, Rachel, you do hear me. Not only do you hear me, but you need to share the words that you hear. And that was really a turning point for me because even though I knew that I was hearing from God, I still doubted it. I still felt like there was some insecurity there. And, you know, it was stuff from scripture. It wasn't like I was just making random stuff, woo-woo stuff on my own. Like it was legit things that God was showing me. And I realized that I had a different perspective than a lot of people did. And so I started just kind of digging into the scriptures and I started in the book of John. And very clearly you could see this pattern of relationships that Jesus had with the women in his life. So I had written a book previously, and I took this concept to my editor. And at the time, they were kind of like, okay, what else do you got kind of thing? And, you know, I just kind of sat on it because I knew that this was something that God was calling me to. And so they weren't going to publish it, but I still just, I took a sabbatical and I, Started just working on it. I started researching it, just doing for my own Bible study, really. And more and more, I just felt this thread of God wanted this message to be shared. And I was getting ready to, I mean, start researching how to self publish. And then the publisher kind of came back and said, How soon can you write this book? And it was right at the beginning of the pandemic. I had stepped down from a full time ministry role in a local church to work for a missions organization. And of course, of the pandemic, all the missions trips that we had planned got grounded. So timing wise, I had the time to really dig in and research and spend some time looking and digesting these relationships that Jesus had with women. And so that is a resource that's coming out. We will, as it gets closer to the time, explore that a little bit. And we're going to be hosting some online Bible studies and things like that. So She Hears is the name of the book, and you can also find resources at my website, shehears.org. I'll link that in the show notes. But really what I wanted this podcast to do is to kind of answer some of those extra questions, the, the what else, the hesitations you might have as you're working through the book or just as you're working through your own lives, to answer kind of some of those faith questions. I have a background of ministry, of course, but also business, and I owned a, I owned my own business for a long time and had a lot of women that worked for me. So I've had some experience in the business world and in the ministry world and as a mom of teens now, and I mentor a lot of women. And I, the common thing that I think is really helpful is having somebody just to bounce ideas off of. And so that's what I'm hoping you're going to do for me, and I want to do that for you. And so with that, I want to kind of just get started with a little bit of my background and to help you understand who I am so you realize you can trust me. I grew up and it was not it was not the best situation. It was definitely not a Christian environment even though like my grandparents were Catholic and had like religious convictions that really didn't translate into everyday life for most of our family. And so at the age of 15, I made a faith commitment at a youth event and at the same time felt a calling to full-time ministry. And so fast forward, there's a lot to fast forward through, and we're not going to get into all of that today. But fast forward to now, I have been serving in ministry for quite a while, both local, global, both local church ministry, counseling, all of those things. And then also doing global international development work with a missions organization. And so I have had a lot of experience working with women at different cultures and both locally and globally. And I have a different perspective, I think, than a lot of people do. I also come from just a lot of brokenness, a lot of early childhood trauma, a lot of just pain and heartache and heartbreak. And what I've seen the Lord do is really redeem a lot of those things that, you know, the enemy just tried to use to keep my mouth shut. And instead, what it's done is just propelled me to really have a heart for women, to have a heart for evangelism and discipleship and spiritual growth and helping people get unstuck. And so really what I hope to do in the next couple months is really kind of unpack some of that and to be here for you to, to answer questions, to get to a place where we trust each other and you can kind of bring some of those questions to the table and we can kind of look at them from a biblical perspective. Where I'm at right now, well, like besides my kitchen, I am in an in-between phase where we are getting ready to launch this She Hears book resource. And we will start hosting some online Bible studies. In the meantime, though, there's a couple different series that we're going to work through on the podcast. Just things that God has been teaching me in, in this downtime. I hate to say downtime because I know the pandemic has been really hard for a lot of people. But for for our family, it's been a lot of downtime, protected. Uh, we live in like the middle of the woods, far away from people, and um, you know, I'm working remotely. So for us, it's been a lot of downtime. That being said, God has been very busy behind the scenes at work, developing and growing some things in me, and trying to birth that to you and to share that with you and to just give some perspective for today, because I don't want to overstay my welcome, I guess, so to speak, as we are getting started and getting to know each other. There's just a quick word that I want to share because it came up and I'm just the type of person where I I just share things like that. My, my I always like joke around that my gifting in the body of Christ is being the mouth in the body, because I just I have a big mouth. But one of the things my husband and I were talking about this week, and I think might be important, uh, a tidbit for you to take away from our time together today is the difference between the voice of condemnation and the voice of conviction. There was a situation that came up. My husband was innocent in his explanation. He was explaining something to somebody, and he was just kind of... I think it was about lyrics to a song or something, and he was explaining something. Somebody overheard him and just really kind of came down on him and criticized him for even verbalizing those words. He kind of was feeling heavy about it because it wasn't his intention to perpetuate any kind of bad lyrics or anything like that. He was just kind of explaining actually to somebody else, why it was probably not appropriate to say those things in public. The way that this woman treated him was just with judgment. She said, as a believer, he shouldn't be perpetuating that and he should not be repeating those things. And, And he wasn't like, you know, cussing or anything like that. He was just explaining lyrics and to somebody that had like teenagers. And so he was just really kind of feeling heavy hearted about it. Like, okay, like, am I in sin or am I, you know, in the wrong here? And so what we started to talk about was there's a definite difference between conviction and condemnation. So conviction is usually going to reiterate something that God is already kind of working on your heart. So in a convicting experience, if he felt like he was maybe being gossipy or he was oversharing or he just kind of felt like like he knew he he shouldn't be saying that stuff. And he did. And she said that to him then that would serve as conviction because it's just like a layer of you know the holy spirit kind of working in your own heart to convict you of the the thing that you know you're not supposed to be doing you already know that the voice of condemnation however is kind of the opposite conviction is from the holy spirit condemnation is from the enemy and usually the way you can tell the difference is just that knowing you have in your spirit like that conviction it's going to confirm what you were already feeling the condemnation however is just this accusatory voice that the enemy throws at us to throw us off our game, to keep our mouths shut, to keep us from fulfilling God's purpose and plan for our lives. And and I really think what was happening with him in that scenario is he was speaking truth. He was trying to educate somebody and he was speaking truth in a way that was raw and honest because that's kind of just how we live our lives. Like, hey, you know, these lyrics aren't aren't good and this is what it means. And the way that that was perceived through this other individual, was, she just wasn't in agreement with it. And and the way that she perpetuated her own, maybe, I don't know, like uncomfortableness or whatever you want to call it, she just came across really judgmental and harsh. And he he did feel condemned. And so as he was wrestling with that last night, I said, you know, I think we have to be careful when we're feeling, when, when we're approached with something like that we have to be careful that we don't take up that voice of condemnation. And I think that's true in a lot of our lives, a lot of areas of our lives. That's why I kind of bring it up now, um, because I think that's something that we're going to talk about a lot on this podcast. Are we listening to a voice of conviction or a voice of condemnation? And so as we are approaching faith concepts or struggles that we may be having or kind of battling our past or moving towards our future, whatever it is, wherever we go, I think that we need to be careful of that and we need to look for that in our own lives. So I like to leave you at the end of our time together with something that you can use. And hopefully that's helpful as you're going throughout your week. As you are feeling maybe just that sense of regret over something you said or did or, or whatever, examine the baseline. Is it a voice of conviction or is it a voice of condemnation? And the voice of the Holy Spirit is the conviction the voice of the enemy is the condemnation. And so what I want for all of us is to walk in a place where we can recognize conviction. We can allow that to produce enough of a change in our hearts that we can walk in obedience and we can respond to God, that we can grow and learn and walk on that path to freedom. And what I also want is for us to break out of that role of feeling condemned. And I don't know about you guys, but like because I grew up in a in an environment of trauma and abuse, I default to condemnation a lot. Like if somebody says a critical word or somebody just, you know, just comes at me in in disagreement, I can very quickly go to a place of condemnation. And I've had to work really hard at even recognizing the difference. And, but what I found is as I kind of pause and I take a minute and I pray and say, okay, Lord, is this conviction or is this condemnation? I, I, he'll let you know the difference. He absolutely will help you understand the difference. But I think even being conscious of the difference is really helpful. And so today, uh, I just want to pray for you. I, I think that's something we're going to do each time together because I think it's really important for you to hear me pray for you, not just me say I'm praying for you. I want you to know that and feel that. And I pray that we recognize that there's no difference or distance in the Holy Spirit. And so whether you are listening to this now or a year from now, and whether you are in Pennsylvania, like I am, or in California or in Africa somewhere, I want you to know that the Holy Spirit can work and move across the airwaves, across hearts, across oceans. And He is powerful. And he can set us free in ways that we don't even understand sometimes. So I want to pray for you. And then please, 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 if you want something that we're going to keep kind of unpacking the reasons why we're doing this show and some introductory stuff over the next couple of weeks. But as we are unpacking some of that, if there's things that you want to speak more of or you have questions on, please reach out. You can find me at Rachel at org, and I will link that in the show notes. And also... If you have prayer requests, I am a prayer warrior and I want to pray for you. And if there's things that you need just to to pray over and pray through, I want to be that space for you too. So it's kind of my version of maybe a little bit of online pastoring. I just have a heart for people and for brokenness and for helping people find healing. So um, I'm going to pray and then we're going to sign off and hopefully you come back next week for a, a little bit more time for us to spend together. So, God, thank you so much for our time that we've had together today with the listener and with me. Lord, I thank you for this new venture of podcasting and how you have drawn me to it, despite my inadequacy and insecurity and all the things that are barriers. Lord, I I pray even now that you would start to bring freedom to the hearts and the minds of the listeners today. Lord, that voice of condemnation would be silenced, and your voice of conviction would be heard, Lord. We know that there's a difference, and we thank you for the difference. We thank you for the ability we have through the power of the Holy Spirit to understand the difference, to know the difference. And Lord, I pray even now, if there's somebody that is listening that does not understand the difference, that does not know the voice, your voice, I just pray that you would continue to draw them to yourself, Lord, that this podcast would even be instrumental in drawing people to you. God, we know that you have Such a powerful love for each one of us, no matter where we're at, no matter where we've been, no matter where we think we're going, that you can kind of reach into the middle of that and and pull us out and draw us close to yourself. Lord, I thank you that you have a plan and a purpose for each one of us. And I pray that as we go throughout our week, that this this word that you just kind of quickly dropped in our hearts this week would be helpful and encouraging and a reminder of how much you love us and that you desire for us to be free from those voices of condemnation. I thank you and I praise you in all things. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to take just a second to thank the team at Life Audio for their partnership with us on the podcast. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you will find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts in their network. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and more. Hey, friends.